Good evening. This is Matilda Diaz at WMPK. Good evening. I like to review for you today four clips on YouTube related to renowned Taiwanese singer Teresa Tang, who tragically died. In 1995, at the age of 42, while vacationing in Thailand with her French boyfriend Paul Killery, who's 15 years her junior, you might wonder who's Teresa Tain. I find YouTube to be a one-stop shop to learn about a once-in-a-century cultural icon. Who gave birth to the saying, "Wherever there are Chinese people, there are songs of Teresa Tain." I am listening two interviews, one in Chinese with English subtitles, and the second in English, plus two more that are video clips with no narration. Although the interviews give no more than a passing glance of an entertainer. Who through her songs united all Chinese across ideological and geographical divides? They do serve as a primer for your decision on getting acquainted with Teresa Tang. I'm reviewing these four clips in the hope that you may find more of her tunes on YouTube, such as the ones with English subtitles. So you might also be mesmerized by the top Asian singer, who's revered from Japan to the other side of the equator. In the first interview, lasting twenty-three minutes, Teresa Tang is interviewed by renowned TV host in Taiwan, Tian Wenchong. In an effort to humanize her, during her billion applause concert that took place in Taiwan in nineteen eighty-four. In fact, there was little need to mention Teresa Tang as part of the name of the concert, since no other entertainers in Asia ever come close to her level of popularity. Held in 1984, it may be the last concert of hers in her homeland of Taiwan, as she spent less and less time there the last 15 years of her life. At the time, of course, little would Teresa or the world know that she had only eleven more years to live. Before going on and on about clips on Teresa Tang, a little introduction is in order, I believe. Born into a veteran's family in southern Taiwan in 1953, she is the fifth of six children and the only girl. Who exhibited singing talent as early as the age of four? She has sold over 22 million albums based on original sales. The albums are recorded in Mandarin, 
Minnan dialect, Cantonese, Japanese, English, Malay, and Italian. She also spoke Thai and French. She was known for her folk songs and ballads, commonly known in the U.S. as shower songs. Unfortunately, the first clip includes none of her singing. The host, Mister Mr. Tian, did a capable job in showing the amicable side of Teresa Tang. Although I do personally think some of his jokes went beyond the boundaries of good taste. The English subtitles are apt, but not completely accurate throughout. Even so, I believe the crucial element that makes the clip worth watching is the English subtitles, without which non-Chinese-speaking viewers can never get to know the Whitney Houston in Asia on social media. Her trajectory. Serves as a cultural study of the entertainment industry in Asia. As she enters her teenage years in 1970, Teresa Tang became a line in a sea of singers, all vying for a spot in a nascent TV era that began only in the late 1960s in Taiwan. In 1973, she started performing with Japanese groups, and her song "Airport" became a smash hit in 1974, and earned her a Most Promising New Star award in Japan. As the 1970s progressed, Teresa Tang became known in Malaysia, Singapore, and Indonesia. What made her an enduring cultural icon, however, are the Chinese mainlanders, as you might have guessed. With the proliferation of radio in the late 1970s and early 1980s, Teresa's voice covered every corner in China, as the mainlanders reunited behind her. Sidestepping their homegrown singers, in addition to the throngs of entertainers from Taiwan and Hong Kong, even their paramount leader Deng Xiaoping, who shares the same last name as Teresa. The next popular saying of Teresa in the 1980s is, "We choose little Tang over old Deng." At around that time. The second interview took place in Hong Kong and lasted only one and a half minutes. Yet it is one of the few of Teresa Tang's profiles conducted in English. It covers an almost random chat centered around the prospect of her settling down in Hong Kong. Interviewed by a woman whose name was not shown, it carried none of the awkwardness in the first clip. Although the brevity leaves viewers yearning for more, during her 25-year singing career, Teresa Tang performed often for Taiwanese servicemen and gave numerous charity concerts. To date, her songs have been covered by hundreds of singers all over the world, including John Bon Jovi. University of Utah singers and 
Grammy Award-winning American singer Kenny G. Her music has been featured in movies such as Rush Hour 2 and Crazy Rich Asians. She became the first singer of Chinese descent to perform at the Lincoln Center in New York City in 1980, and in Caesar Palace in Las Vegas in 1983. In 2010, CNN named her one of the top 20 most influential singers in the past 50 years, along with Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, and the Beatles. On January twenty nine, two thousand eighteen, in celebration of what would be her sixty fifth birthday, a Google Doodle was released in Japan, Taiwan, China, the Philippines, Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, Australia, New Zealand, Finland, Sweden, Austria, Bulgaria, Canada. And Iceland, she has a bronze statue at Luzhou Station in suburban Taipei, which is featured as the third clip in my selection. The fourth clip showcases her memorial park, also in suburban Taipei, which is often crowded with admirers, near and far. The two clips are informative without narration. Although the editing and sound leave much to be desired, but many of her recordings can be found on YouTube. Some of them come with English subtitles. I urge you to explore.